Hello and welcome to the Backlog Battler. This episode, I don't know, it's March 15th and I'm here to party. My name is Shelby Stokes and this is... Philip Karen, but it isn't actually the 15th today. It is actually the um, 16th. Traveling so... through time, 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 time. <laughs> We're delayed by one day, so things happen, all right? Life happens. It, it, we, we push along. But hey, yes, it definitely is the 16th. It is not Wednesday. It is Thursday. I was like, let's do this Wednesday. And then my wife's like, hey, you realize that's my birthday, right? And I'm like, of course I knew it was your birthday. How would I not know that was your birthday? It was real, real awkward. But hey, you know what? She loves me and she can't return me at this point. So here we are. Here we are. It's been it's been two weeks. Uh, how have things been? What how have things been in context to the gaming sphere? And you can tell that to me while I eat some cake. Dude, you brought cake? Did you bring me a slice? Uh, well, virtual cake. You can I'll send you an emoji. <laughs> you just let me know. Oh. Rate rate it on emoji scale. Okay, thumbs up <laughs> to thumbs down, and all smiles are definitely encouraged. Um, delicious, dude. I've been gaming like a pro, dude. I've been doing some traveling. Been all over this beautiful United States of ours, and I've been getting a lot of switch time in. Just knocking things off the list, baby. Tonight we're gonna move <laughs> some things from the hey I'm playing these to the hey I'm not gonna play these any longer list. I'm pretty excited. I brought a spreadsheet. Did you know that? Well, I mean, hey, listen, spreadsheets remind me of work, so uh, let's check them all off and uh, see how much we've been able to accomplish in exactly 15 days. Hey, it's a beautiful thing. As long as we're moving forward one step at a time, I believe we are doing the right thing. Isn't that, isn't that how that works? I, I mean, that's a good motto to live by. Yeah, for sure. Uh, so you oh, have tackled, you have knocked a ton of things off of your list this week. Dude, I have. I have. You know, it's, well, you know, and some of the games, we'll talk about them a little bit later, but some of them I'm just done with. Like, I'm good. Like, I hit it. It's it's all right. We're going to move on. We're going to do bigger, better things. And that's okay. I'm not going to apologize for not seeing credits on a game, especially if it's a game that's like, hmm, well, you're going to have to grind this out. No grinding <laughs> here. No, no. no too, yeah. Too we, we feel this. Yeah, we feel the same way i'm not anything that requires me to do a repetitive task over and over and over again i'm just a hundred percent not going to do it so so before we hop into the games though let's do our dad joke of the night okay you ready right. okay um yeah. what is the scariest plant god i just i don't even want to hear the answer to this what is it bamboo Oh my god, that's the worst. That is probably the worst one. I mean, is that one that you just have in your back pocket, or is that is that one that you just came up with off the top of your head? Uh, that's what I saw the other day, and I was like, this is so dumb. I have to work this in. I have to like tell somebody this joke. And I told my uh, six-year-old daughter this morning, and she rolled her eyes at me. It didn't even make a sixth grader or a six-year-old laugh. So that's, that's where I'm at in life. That's so funny. And then we're going to do, we're doing a plug that we are doing a giveaway tonight. Um, at some story. point during the stream, we will be giving away some real things, which are a surprise to a Twitch sub. We'll turn subscribers only chat on and we will see if some magic happens for us at that time. Dude, some magic doesn't happen. I can feel it. There's like magic in the air. There's magic in the air. Okay. Do you have any idea what we're giving away? Is it a Lamborghini? Um, it's an early retirement. It's an early retirement, but you have to figure out how to do that on your own. So there you go. 
Um, yeah, great things are happening. We have great things to talk about. So let's do exactly that. Let's start off with what we've been playing this week, because all really we all that we really have as fathers and family men is an hour a day. It's 11 p.m. Should I play games or should I go to bed? The answer is you should always play games. You should never go to bed. You should just stay up and play games for as long as you can. Nathaniel's in the chat. What's up? We also have Dr. Z. Hum, ready, hum, ready. And he has some lady waving at us in the Twitch chat. Like, I don't know if that's like workplace appropriate, but okay, yes. Frank. Yeah. It's feeling weird. It's feeling weird. <laughs> it's feeling weird. Uh, so let's let's start things off. What have you been playing? What has been on your docket? Oh, what are you enjoying? I have been playing actually so many things. Uh, the first one is Atomic Heart. The Ooh. second one is PGA, surprisingly, <laughs> PGA 2K23. Nerd! Um, and the last one is the new season. Uh, a couple games of the new season of Fortnite. So uh, maybe we just start with... Um, Let's look at Atomic Heart. So yeah, this it. game put on a clinic. So uh, I have for... a few clips. Uh, first battle you... puzzles or bad dialogue. Let's start with something bad. So let's do bad dialogue. So click the bad dialogue. This is a game that... I'm um, so excited about this. I can't wait for this dialogue right this here. This is a game that... Um, the dialogue is so terrible. Nope. For some reason, your response didn't surprise me at all. Guess I don't have any respect for brown nosers. Tell me, is there anyone you do have respect for? Sure, but respect is earned. Dr. Sechenov has mine because... I guess I don't have any respect for brown nosers. <laughs> so this is a game that... I don't say this very often, right? <laughs> Where the writing is so bad, it actually takes you out of... The experience. Um, I will be playing something. So the first thing to note with this game is that the first 30 minutes that I played this game, and I know I mentioned to this to you off stream, that you don't get to do anything but push R1 a couple of times. Wait, what? Um, so you have this whole intro scene where you're flying around, you're walking around, you're doing things. In a and, helicopter car? Is that what this is? Well, you're walking, you're even walking through the city and you're like learning the backstory. Um and you don't get to have any interaction with the environment. So, the, and it was a true thirty minutes of just sitting there watching, tapping R one at occasional spots. So they really didn't do that introductory level well. You know, they could have had a lot more engagement. They could have made made it so that way. Um, they could have made it so that way you could do other things to interact. But uh, it really, om I almost stopped playing it right there because I was like, "This, if this is going to be um, the way this is for the rest of the time, I am super not interested." Um, this game had amazing marketing, right? If we saw the trailer, they had that super intense rock music and like the really beautiful trailer, and that's kind of what suckered me into playing it. Um, so yeah, the dialogue is terrible. It's it reminds me of a game called Bullet Storm that came back out in the PS3. I think it was the PS3 or PS. PS3 days, but P I think CK in our um, CK Discord. in our Discord said Bulletstorm knew what it was mm -hmm. and it was over the top. This game is trying to be taken seriously, but with writing like that of a 13 year old, <laughs> um, this is geared towards like 13 year olds, like the 13 year old humor and can't really uh, be taken seriously. I love that this line in this clip that you brought says, I guess I don't have any respect for brown nosers. 
How does a voice actor deliver that and is taken seriously? Like, come on. Guess they don't have any respect for brown nosers. Oh, I feel like that needs to be a clip for us somewhere. <laughs> so, right. So that there's other weird dialogue. There's, I don't know if you have the other clip that I had posted to you there. Um, I have puzzle, uh, good, final first bass bottle, boss battle, and weird sexy talk. Yeah, to click on the weird sexy talk one. Like this is you get done with a big battle and then you go to this is the upgrade machine. So if you go to the if you click every time you go to upgrade your guns, right? This is what you have to deal with every single time. Okay, here it comes. So that's your upgrade machine. Honey, you're back. What took you so long? I was Ugh, just give me laser protection. So brutal. I'm shaking. What? <laughs> it's so strange. Why is the it's... upgrade machine so honey? That is so not it is, cool. It's written. It's written for somebody who is like like a 12 year old <laughs> or a 13 year old kid who's like like oh we said a that a naughty word you know what i mean like no one talks like this in real life so you'll get done with this super intense battle with a bunch of robots and this is what you get to listen to every time you want to upgrade your gun it's super super uncomfortable that's your reward um, for beating a boss is you get to go get laser protection you know what i mean and this is everything, right? Your armor. It's a standard skill tree. It's a standard, right, tech tree for upgrading your different skills and abilities. Um, the game does something interesting with the loot, as you can see here. So essentially, you flick your fingers like that, and everything that's blue, it shows you where the loot is nice. in the map, and you got to figure out how to get it. And you used, in order to grab the loot, you hold, you have to hold down the trigger button so and then it grabs everything for you but it becomes quite cumbersome because a lot of times you'll miss you won't hold it for long enough and so some of the things will still be in the drawer mm -hmm. so they tried to do this interesting take on like looting as opposed to opening all the drawers but i've had missed things and been like i thought i got everything out of there um but there are some things we're kind of poking fun right there are some things that this game has done well, and that is where you can click on to the puzzle, uh, some of the puzzle ones. Um, not everything was terrible with this game. Uh, it just, it's just so strange. It was such a strange um, experience. Dude, so these, these it does things like this, really where fun, essentially yeah. you have to, um, in order to get past certain areas, you have to do these little mini games and puzzles to sort of unlock the door. Um, and that's kind of a cool break, how it breaks up different combat sequences nice. um, to kind of get, the, and the puzzles are all different. They're not all in the sequence order. I think I had the other video that you'll click on is a, a same door lock like this, um, but it is slightly different so or maybe it's the same thing maybe i literally showed you two of the same thing clearly i showed you two of this no i didn't so this yeah, one so is this one's slightly different you have to get the nodes to line up and this adds a lot of variety into the game oh, which is super okay, so hold on here. super okay. cool and that move. part they did really really well and there's tons of little puzzles throughout the game jumping and unlocking things so you gotta do one more so it wasn't them. all bad hmm. but it was the the dialogue is weird the dialogue in and of itself is actually so badly written that it that takes you out direction. of the experience. As you can see, when you are when you are really focused in looting and shooting and gunning, and then you have to weird to some listen to some weird over the top sexual humor that's not even tastefully written. It's just like 
what you would read out of a that magazine or I don't nobody reads magazines anymore, but um, you understand my point. So. I do. I do. Uh, Dr. Z's in the chat. Hey, I'm glad she's in the YouTube chat so we can't claim a prize when we do our giveaway later. Well played. Well played, Dr. Z. Well played. Yeah. So this like second puzzle sequence has me a lot more intrigued because this does feel a little bit more challenging than the first one. Like the first right. one just kind of seemed like, okay, you hit it on the beat, like good enough. But this is like, this has one more layer that makes it a little bit more intriguing. And I would imagine that you can get pretty complicated pretty quickly. And you know, I like myself a good puzzle. Yeah, I mean, you and you know, the shooters really struggle with like, clear the room of bad guys, move on to the next room, clear the room of enemies, move on to the next room. So uh, doing things like this to sort of break up the combat sequences uh, really can add to the experience, right? It can be a change of pace. Your brain kind of likes that. Uh, at least I liked it. So it all in all, it's not a terrible experience, but th it's, yeah, it's one of the worst games I've ever played oh, no. for writing. Yeah. <laughs> so, and as somebody who knows a thing or two about writing, you're probably like, oh my gosh, I'm dying on the inside every time I watch well, this. Well, yeah. I mean, it's like when you, we're at a place now, right, where we like complicated villains, we <laughs> like complicated heroes. I mean, if anything, you're watching The Last of Us and you, I mean, I don't know if you saw the season finale, but, um, I did. I really liked it. And it's a complicated, we want to be treated with intelligence and we don't want to write this super generic script of something that's like the, the biggest, the worst villain. They're just, this person's so bad. They that's have no conscience. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? We want something with some complexity, like treat me as the end viewer with a little bit of respect that I have some intelligence and that I enjoy intelligent things. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I'm so excited. People are seeing the end of last of us. Like it, it, that is such a cool moment at the end where you start to realize like, Oh, am I the good guy as the player or am I the villain? And I think that's like a really, really cool turn H having not seen the last episode but like having played that game and i've heard a couple people tell me what they thought about the end of that that um, show it, it, i think that being the player behind the controller may have more of an impact at the end of that story that i didn't give like i throughout this entire process of watching the show it's been like i think the show is better than the game like i think it's better than the game it's hitting all the high points the best part of the game is the storytelling and if it's just taking the storytelling arguably the best parts of the game what does the gameplay really provide to that to that experience and i think it kind of I don't know. I need to watch the last episode and give you my full thoughts. But I think that leaving that game, it, you have complicated feelings on the main character and who you think is the protagonist and the decisions they've made. So uh, I know that's like a quick aside on Last of Us, but I'm so glad it's doing as well it is, as it is. It was interesting to me because I felt I I didn't think that they were going to come to the end so quickly. Mm -hmm. I thought they were going to drag it out into a couple seasons and do so because there were other sequences that were in the game that were not in the show. Like for instance, the sequence that comes to my mind is um, the sequence that comes to my mind is the sequence where they're in the subway and um, you realize that Ellie doesn't know how to swim and she doesn't know how to swim. And then you have to kind of, she falls into the water and you got to kind of go help her. And that really isn't, um, that really isn't in the show at all. And so it just kind of ends. And I'm like, it was very, even though you haven't seen it because you already know how it ends, it is very true to the final sequence of the nice. gameplay. So it, yeah. it does follow it almost shot for shot um, that at the game. And I do think that it does. You do have a bigger impact when you have the control. It's what makes games great, right? Mm -hmm. Is to be able to be in that moment and not really be able to make any different choice and make you really think about things. 
Um, but I was just kind of surprised it ended so quickly. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, and I felt that way throughout the series too. Like, it seems like it's really moving very fast. Like I kind of mm -hmm. thought, you know, when they did like that episode where they're in the mall, it was like, okay, you're not following the plot anymore. But at the same time, like you came back and it seems like you skipped a whole bunch of stuff. And, uh, it's just an interesting, it's, it's, I'm just happy that it's getting the props that it deserves. So, but Atomic Heart, you're thinking it's a, uh, play must play, maybe pass where, where's it land for you? Oh, probably maybe pass. I mean, maybe, pass. maybe pass me. I mean, I'm, I'm going to finish it. I want to see end credits on it. I'm going to be honest with you. It's, I, I looked up now these days I look up time to beat time mm -hmm. to beat is 15 hours on main story and I'm probably seven or eight in, and I really haven't fought any bosses and it's just now opening up into the open world where mm -hmm. you can essentially grind parts so that you can get better guns. I don't do that. The funny thing is, is that, Everyone knows from a first-person shooter game that the best gun is either the original pistol that they give you at the beginning of the game or the shotgun, right? Whatever, right. like, in ever doesn't matter. Resident Evil, doesn't matter what it is. The, the best weapon is just the original gun that they give you or the shotgun. So I don't need to grind. All, I know, I've done been playing games for, like, 30 years, 25 years. That's what it always is. It's always the original pistol or the shotgun that is the best. But you could get the bolt sniper rifle like Half-Life 2 and pin guys to a billboard. You just never know. Yeah. I mean, but it's not great in long form combat, you know, because I'm sitting there with my old eyes about six inches from the screen going, <laughs> we really need to dial in our aim here, son. Right. And I only like I have six shots and I'm going to need all six of them to get one kill. So it's not a practical use of my time. I will say that. That's understandable. What's up? Linda, the gamer gal. Thanks for uh, hanging out with us tonight. Nice to see you. Um, yeah, so I have been playing a game that, um, I have been absolutely loving. Like I mentioned, I've been playing a lot of Switch recently because I've been traveling a lot for work. And one of the games that I picked up, thanks for Dr. Z for the heads up, as this was half price, and that is Mario plus Rabbid Sparks of Hope. This is the sequel to Mario plus Rabbids. If you guys were following us last year, you know that I hated the beginning of this game and by the end of the first title i was absolutely in love with it um this game i think is so good it is so much better than i was expecting it to be and part of the reason i think it's so much better or the reason i'm surprised it's so much better is because it did not get like any buzz this last year there were some people that talked about it, but it didn't really get the game of the year buzz that the first title got. So I inherently thought, okay, because it's not getting buzz, it must not be as good. It must not be as complicated. And boy, was I wrong. I think this game has in, like evolved in so many ways that's really intelligent. So as you can see, it's not grid-based. It is actually you using the stick. And as you see, one character can move into another character and hop on their back and float to another part of the map. And that allows you to kind of make your way through the map in a very um, in smart way. And you could do that in the past, but you didn't have the omnidirectional choice that you have in this game. And um, you can zip in, beat up enemies up close, or you can use weapons. Which leads me to say that the best character in this entire game is Princess Peach. And here's why. She has an umbrella that is a shotgun. It's. I mean, you and I were talking about this the other day that this was kind of a surprise um, that she's so versatile because I don't. I think that often Peach is a 
long forgotten character that is often undervalued so for them to add that in i think is really cool oh it's so cool like and you can just roll up behind people and it has a blast radius on it where you just take people out like i am loving this game um i'm trying to play a little bit before i go to bed i will say that it's a lot of game the first entry in this series was very linear and you kind of knew the directions you were going this kind of opens up into an open world and it has a whole bunch of side quests throughout the the areas that you visit and i'm just surprised at how big and sprawling it is so i'm really enjoying this game way more than i thought i was going to um mainly because i didn't hear about it much and now it's just like yes give me more they do a very smart thing in this game where your characters do not regain health between battles and the reason i think that's a very smart move for this game is what happens is it forces you to play with all of the characters in your party whereas in the past game you'd get a three-man set or a three-person set a three-player character set and you would just get that that locomotion down and just roll over any anybody you ran into in this case you find okay so and so's low on health so i'm gonna have to swap them out for another character and like the game that you're playing is almost like more rpg like playing with all the characters in the toy box than it has been in the past so i'm really enjoying this game i can't recommend it enough it was half price not too long ago i don't know if there that sale is going on but because it has because it's an ubisoft title don't be surprised this thing will go on sale again and i think that everyone should play it it's it's awesome yeah i mean i think as we get older you know like having a good puzzle game that we can play where we uh where we can just like go in have an experience beat a level finish it move on it's like a good use of our time which leads me to even though nobody cares about this game i want to touch on it briefly just because i I want to show how this game sort of values people's time, which is PGA 2K23. HG and I bought it. Here's a clip that we posted the other day of me choking at the very end of a tiebreaker between um, HG and I. Um, And then I can kind of explain really how this, uh, um, how how this. uh, Dr. Z is in the chat saying it's literally half off right now. That sparks a hope. Or is it PGA that's half off? I think PGA might be half up, but it could be both because I know that for for Xbox users, this is like twenty three bucks. So look, mm. maybe it's just because I haven't bought a sports game in a while. Maybe it's just because I haven't bought a sports game in a while. But this game is really fun. It's very simple to use. Um, one of the things that we talk about as older gamers, like a game that respects people's time. So this has a couple cool features in it where it allows you to essentially hold down the Y button or whatever the top button is on your controller after you make a shot to fast forward through your shot. So you don't have to sit and watch your ball roll around on the green. You can quickly just hold down the button, go on to the next shot. You can move through games really quickly. And, you know, one of the reasons why I don't play a ton of sports games is because it really feels like it's the same game over and over and over again. What this game has done to sort of add some variety is the wind. Um, So that's really how they've added variety into this. You can see at the top of your screen there, the wind is blowing in a certain direction at different speeds. And that makes it so that way your brain has to do different calculations and angles for how you're going to hit the ball. Whereas playing something like, uh, I don't know, Madden or two or NBA or whatever, those types of games, uh, it's the same game over and over again. So 
there was me choking. I've had a lot of fun with it. Um, I love this clip where you are, you have him, like you have him in a chokehold. It's about ready to win. And then you lip out of the cup. Like, what was that? Like a two foot putt? Like, come on. Yeah. It was like like a two foot putt. So I'm not even a huge fan of golf. I don't watch golf. I don't know any of the main golf stars, but this was surprisingly fun. It could be because I haven't bought a sports game in probably 10 years um, other than Mario strikers, obviously, but I've been enjoying the career mode. I've been playing it by myself while, you know, on my breaks and when I have time. And um, it's it's a nice change of pace from something like Fortnite um, or something that's really stressful and intense um, where you can just kind of sit down, play nine holes and uh, move on. That's good. I mean, I, I'm a huge fan of PGA type games whenever I have my brother-in-law over. Um, that's always something that we hop into. I think the last one I played was Rory McIlroy, um, which was a few years ago. So this sounds like it might be might be worth checking out. Um, Dr. Yeah. Z in the chat, he says, Sparks of Hope is half off. So if you're on the edge there, go ahead and uh, pick that up. Thank you. And um, yeah, so that's PGA. Is it 2023? Is that what it's called? It is. Yeah, it is. It's, it's very fun. I recommend checking it out, especially if it's on sale. Nice. Nice. Very good. Um, the next stop in that I kind of want to do with all of my travels, I have been continuing on the loop hero train and I really don't have much more to say to this. I'm still stuck in the same place. I was last time we spoke about this game, which is why I'm going to put a fork in this thing. I think I'm good with it. I have made my peace with it. Will I go back and plug into it once in a while? Sure. I will. But will I like see credits on this? Probably not going to see credits on this. Um, you know, I just hit a point where I keep running the same loop and I think I'm going to get it and then I don't get it. And it's just like, wah, wah, wah. And when those runs are like 15, 20 minutes, like, you know, it's, that's where it is. But Loop Hero is a pretty cool game. I think that it's probably best enjoyed on a PC is what I would think. Um, rather than a switch controller, cause it is a little bit cumbersome. I think the, the, um, controls that they have on switch is a, a cool iteration, but I just have a feeling that this is more of a PC game. So I'm going to put a fork on that. That is Loop Hero. And I played that on the Nintendo switch. Um, continuing on my switch escapades, uh, also played a little game called Axiom Verge. And I am realizing I did not pull a clip for that. So if you're watching on stream, I apologize. But Axiom Verge is um, a 2D platformer. I kind of wanted to play it for Metro or uh, Metroidvania March. So I did play it. I think that it's a pretty fun game over and all. I think that there are better games in the Metroidvania series right now. And I don't believe that this one holds up to the extent that some of those others do. Um, if you take a look at this one, I think that the when this came out years ago, there wasn't a lot in this market, but I think there's better games in terms of Metroidvania than this one. One thing I will say though, is that the story in this game is really, really, really good. Really good. Yeah, I mean, it looks good. I have not done my Metroidvania March uh, game yet. I do enjoy them. I think it all, for for these types of games, I think that what needs to happen for me is interesting level design. And you have to do something that breaks up. Uh, that breaks up the monotony of going from platform to platform um, and also interesting boss fights. Um, have you tackled many of the bosses in this game? Um, you know, I, I really mainlined it 
And I think part of the reason that I got frustrated with it is it does that thing that some Metroidvanias are guilty of where they don't tell you exactly where to go next. And you get into a situation where you like enter the space and say, okay, I got the new weapon. Now, where should I go? And it's like, I don't know, just poke around. And it's like, no, bro, too old for that. Like, I'm not going to just poke around. So I guess to your point, did I take out, did I tackle all the bosses? I hit the mainline bosses. I don't know if I missed any in that or not. Knowing the type of game this is, it wouldn't surprise me if there's some hidden ones that I don't know about. Well, it's interesting that you say that because that was a huge sticking point for me when what stopped me from playing Hollow Knight. Mm -hmm. You know, when you're young, you have all the time in the world. But for me, the risk reward in playing Hollow Knight and trying to go down on an adventure and, oh, let's just go see what's down here. And then you get to some really hard area and then you die and you're like, I got to go all the way back here to get my souls and you're not not even sure where it is sometimes yeah 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 exactly i know they're not called souls but i mean it's essentially dark souls-esque um i just would i i had moments where i would just turn it off i would just say you know what i've gone way too far i i don't have time for this yeah yeah and then that that's kind of what i'm running into on the on that game as well so let's go to my spreadsheet okay here we go so here's a couple games we're going to place rumbleverse Rumbleverse is a game that you cannot play right now because it has gone under and is no longer playable. I like Rumbleverse more than Fire Emblem. Therefore, it's going to go right here on this list. (laughs) The status of this game is you can't play it. What happened to it? And um, my recommendation is, sorry you missed it. It might be back. Um, so they actually went under. There were rumors that this studio was go- w- that this game was going to go bye bye, and sure enough, at the end of February, it did. Um, That's unbelievable. It's essentially a battle royale with wrestling, all hand to hand combat, kind of a cool concept. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. So there we go. Um, Axiom Verge. Uh, I am going to say that I enjoyed Axiom Verge more than Rumbleverse. I would. I have seen credits on this one and I would say, Oh boy, play it or wait. You have to specifically want that game. And then loop hero. Hmm. Oh, loop hero. Where do I want to put you? I think loop hero goes below rumble verse. And I would say maybe, uh, maybe, maybe pass on, on, on loop hero. So there you go. I got to the second boss because I'm a wimp. Linda, the gamer girl says, Hey, turn down the difficulty old man. And, uh, yes, that is exactly right. Linda, the gamer girl, I may have to just surrender, turn down the difficulty and try loop hero, but there's a spreadsheet. I'm trying to keep track of all the games that I played this year. So those are the ones that I'm moving over to the, okay, we we've had enough of that. I love it. I love it. I, I mean, I think we hit it, man. We, that was a, a, that was a good segment. I think that we, we, we get, now we get a little break and we get to move on to what do we get to move on to now? We are going to move on to social interaction time guys. That's right. Time for some social interaction because we're all stuck at home, but boy, do we love our screens and what we're going to do for social interaction. I hope HG is here. We are going to tackle the MCU phase one. Uh Uh-oh, I totally just broke my things. Let's try to bring us back to normal. There we are. Um, We are going to go for an MCU ranking. And in this MCU ranking, we are going to do phase one. And here it is in all of its beautiful glory. Okay, Phil, here we go. We have Iron Man 1, Hulk. Okay, all right, hold on, hold on. Captain America 1. Iron Man, Avengers, and the first Thor movie. Okay, all right, and they and 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 let me move this around on our stream. 
Okay. Get Phil on the right, record. Right okay, here we go. Here we go. Get Phil okay, on the so, record. Here we go. So there's only there's only there's only six to choose from in phase one. Correct. There there's only so, six to choose re- from. Okay, so read them off to me again. We have Iron Man, we have Hulk, okay. we have Captain America the first Avenger, we have Iron Man two, Avengers, and Thor in phase one. And this was the first Thor movie. This was the first Thor movie. So where do do you have any opinion on any of these? Yeah, because I've seen all of these. So I have seen all of phase one of these six movies. I mean, Avengers Um, Avengers is S tier, like guaranteed, like S tier movie. Essentially, you bring together all these franchises, all these huge Hollywood stars. You put them in one movie and the concept actually works. Like after like seeing some of these movies down below, some of them were like major flops. But Avengers one is like, oh, my gosh, they have a concept and it's actually working. So Avengers goes S tier. Yeah, I would say probably the first Iron Man goes A tier. A tier. Yeah, I'm down for that. I'm down for that. First one for sure sets up the universe. All of a sudden you're at the end and wait a second. Does that mean does that mean that uh, that this is all connected? Yes, yes it does. Which 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 Hulk one is this one? Is this the one with um This is the Edward you, Norton one. Is it the Edward Norton one? Is that the one where he fights the other thing in the city? Yes. Uh, the Abomination is is what you're looking for. The Abomination. Yeah, I actually kind of liked that one. Um, I thought that one was like the, probably the best interpretation, one of the best interpretations of the Hulk. I'd put that one as uh, whatever, B tier, whatever the next tier down is B. B tier. Okay, I can go with that. Yeah. Um, let, let's talk about it. Thor. Mm. Oh, boy, howdy. Oh, Thor. So much, so much you could have done, Thor. I think Thor 1 was way too fantastic, and they didn't realize what they had in Chris Hemsworth. Like, if they would have gone a little funnier in that first movie, I think that this would have would have made Thor a quick favorite a little bit quicker. Um, I gotta say, I think the Thor movie, this, I mean, this is this is bottom tier in phase one. I think yeah, this I is think so C too. or D. Um we're, uh, I'm gonna go see oh, D. I'm yeah, gonna go D. I'm yeah, at, okay. it's, it's at the it's at the bottom of the barrel. What do you I, think? Well, then if, if if that's the case, then I put the IR, the uh, Captain America movie at C tier. C tier. I found I I think that Captain America's storyline is just um, dude. It's Doctor Z's favorite character. Be careful now. Yeah, I think it's just not his backstory is just not that interesting. I mean, he's not. I mean, it's not. It's not. Dude, he can do this all day, man. He just keeps going. He's Mister Tenacity. All right. Yeah, I can't. I can't get get behind it. There's not. It, it wasn't fantastical enough. Um, Red Skull is not that compelling. Um, <laughs> Doctor Z is not that Captain America is F tier. Doctor Z hates Captain America. Like capital H hates him. Yeah, don't even bother ranking it. Just leave him off the list. Um, Iron Man two. This had Whiplash. This is where they leaned into War Machine, and I was really hoping Don. Uh, Don Cheadle is that his name? Yeah, that's right. I really hope Don Cheadle would like really break out and be a more mainline character, but he never really launched. I think he, I think he well, lost they, his time in the they light. They got rid of Whiplash right in the beginning, didn't they? Who was the ultimate villain in that one? Uh, Whip, it was uh, he was the Whiplash dude. was the first Whiplash was the first half of the movie, wasn't it? I thought. Oh. No, you're right. You're right. Because at the end is when he uses that weird laser thing, and then we were all thinking in our heads. 
why didn't you just do that in the beginning when you had them all there? You waited until the very end to do that weird laser that literally killed all of them. Wait, yeah, this um, is him and Don Cheeto in the park, right? And then they're like doing the late. That's the laser thing you're talking about, right? Yeah, where it's yeah. just like two straight lasers come out and sh- like slice up like 50 guys. And you're like, why didn't you just do that in the beginning? Yeah. Uh, I don't know, mid tier. I think I, mid tier I, I too. I'm going to give this a B. I'm going to give this a B. So there we go. We got Avengers at S tier, Iron Man A. Hulk is B as well as Iron Man 2. C tier, you got your boy Captain America. Shout out to Dr. Z. And then D tier is the first Thor movie. Pour one out for Thor. Oh, boy. Yeah, I think so. I think so. All right, well, you got a second one, right? Let's run. I think we have enough time to run the second you one. Want, you want to do the second one too? Okay, now yeah, let's do it. we are going to phase number two. And I know I'm breaking the illusion, team. I know you're going to have to bear with me a little bit. I'm just an amateur. We're not being compensated. Therefore, we're not professionals. Boom. <laughs> Here we go in phase number two. Two phase right, two. Let's see who we got here. So we're going Captain America Winter Soldier. We're going Iron Man 3 Avengers. This has got to be Age of Ultron. For some reason, it's cutting off uh the bottom of these of these clips. I don't know why. Ant Man 1, Guardians of the Galaxy, and Thor 2. Which I don't even remember the subtitle. Uh, well, see you later, Thor. We're gonna put you in D tier right away. The second Thor movie is the worst Thor movie that was created, possibly bottom of the barrel for all MCU. Period. End of story. Like I think first Thor is better than second Thor. Therefore, first Thor was in D. You gotta put second Thor in D. Yeah, and I think that uh, I, I actually liked Age of Ultron. Um, I, I would put that at the top of, of this list. Uh, he was a more compelling villain. I'd put it either A or S tier. Um, what, are the, what are the other ones available? Um, we got Ant-Man, Iron Man 3, Captain America Winter Soldier, I believe, and Guardians of the Galaxy. Guardians of the Galaxy is S tier for me. Like, okay. I mean, I, that's fine. That I mean, I, first Guardians movie like made the series. When I saw Guardians of the Galaxy, I was like, this is something. We are doing something with the MCU. And then proceeded to go out back and buy the entire lead up to Guardians of the Galaxy one at a time as I saw them at like Walmart and different places. Um, Guardians of the Galaxy is one of the best movies in the MCU. Guaranteed. Soundtrack, amazing. Ragtag group of friends come together and you're just like, Guardians of the next to I'm gonna be get on my hater a little bit. Guardians of the next to Ant Man, Guardians of the Galaxy is one of the least interesting group of heroes in all of the MCU. There is nothing interesting. I mean, the only one who's clearly interesting is clearly Groot because it's a tree and it reminds people. You picked the shallowest character of all of the Guardians of the Galaxy. It reminds people of the actually interesting tree ants in Lord of the Rings um, (laughs) because they didn't have an interesting idea in their head for the Guardians of the Galaxy. Are you you crazy? There's no way. Guardians is by far one of the greatest movies in all of the MCU. And you choose Groot of all of the Guardians? Like every character is better in so many ways. All Groot does is say, I am Groot. And then you got to like, guess what he thinks. Well, I mean, you have to, you have to see, right. As soon as they brought out guardians of the galaxy, you're like, 
well, here comes the multiverse, and now we're going to different planets, and now we're going to see even bigger and bigger enemies that are just pretty much <laughs> the god C. complex. Dr. Like, seems like, this has got to be it. a troll. Like, this, is, this has to it. be a troll, isn't yeah. it? This is totally a troll. So wait a second. What about Rocket? What about a talking raccoon oh, that has been tested on in a lab? That doesn't do anything for you. It's like Pokemon Light. I mean, it's like it's like Pokemon Light. It's like this is what Did would you just happen. Call if Rocket you... Raccoon a Pokemon? I mean, he's literally one. Dude. The only difference between him and a Pokemon is that he shoots a gun and can talk. Beyond that, which um, really makes him better than every Pokemon in itself. An, right? Yeah, I mean, Pokemon can at least say their own names. You know what I mean? So I don't even. Yeah, it's just oh of all the characters, gosh. they are the least interesting. I mean, you're wrong. Like, I appreciate it, but you're wrong. Like, this was the time when you're just like, oh my gosh, Chris Pratt can be cool. Like, it is possible. Dude, the end, he does a dance-off with the main character? Nothing? Nothing. I mean, do you really feel like... Do you really feel like if I was, like, on the fence about a movie, and then you knowing me that I saw someone doing a dance-off that... Knowing my personality that I would go, oh, this is way better. Like, thank goodness I saw this. I mean, I think that it's interesting that he wears the headphones, but you know who wears headphones? Everyone. Like, when they're running, when they're doing things all the time, it's not that really. This is so novel. This is so interesting. It's We're all doing it, bro. We all have our playlists on Spotify. So I'm oh, glad man. you have a cassette cassette tape. I think you're just digital jealous because you don't have the dance moves that he does. I really think that's what it is. Like, that's your problem Maybe. here is you just wanted I mean, to probably. be able to dance like him. I've been known to be a hater from time to time. Yeah. I mean, you get to a boss battle and the secret is dance. Like, come on. This is a glorious moment. I, I mean, I mean, Guardians is by far. Have you listened to the soundtrack for Guardians of the Galaxy? I did, actually. The soundtrack is quite good. The st- But the storylines are not that interesting. Uh, although I will say that. Gamora's storyline is probably the most interesting of all of them. So wait, TV timeout. Your two favorite heroes of the Guardians of the Galaxy are Groot and Gamora? Yeah. Um, what's his name? What's his name that does the, um, what is it called, where he drew um, Drax? Oh, Drax was okay. <laughs> Chris Pratt's character, not Chris Pratt, but Chris Pratt's character is just, it, it does nothing for me. I oh, would rank... Goodness. I would rank whatever. What's the guy's Star Lord? No wonder you hate the MCU. The best thing on the MCU you don't even like. Yeah, I would rate Star Lord at the bottom with Captain America. My goodness, <laughs> that's so not true. He got kidnapped by an alien ship as a child. Oh God! <laughs> I wish he had stayed kidnapped. <laughs> then we wouldn't have to watch these movies. Either way, I felt as soon as I saw that come out, I felt it going. I'm like, this is just going to get more and more weird, and I'm just not going to be into it. You're like, oh wait, <laughs> this seems like way too much fun for me. I need to, I need to back away. I need to back away from this. <laughs> um, I, I still, I still can't believe you don't like Gardens of the Galaxy. Uh, Uncle Nathaniel, we're going to have to sit you, sit Phil down, duct tape him to a chair, duct tape his eyelids open, and force him to watch this entire Gardens of the Galaxy movie. Uh. Please just freaking don't. I've seen it. Oh just my don't make me do it again. Megan's in the chat. I'm with Phil here. I can't believe that. I can't believe that. I, I think know. I forced my sister to go and watch this in the movie theaters. You know why she's with me? Because it's common sense and she has good taste. <laughs> That's why. If you have a movie that ends with a dance battle and it's supposed to be a superhero movie, this is utterly ridiculous. The Which, reason what, why Groot's... That's exactly why it's great. That's exactly... Oh, God. 
It's great. I like the fact that Ant-Man exists like Ant-Man, which is not one on there. That's I haven't seen it, but I already know. I know that it's at the bottom. S tier for sure. The best thing about Guardians <laughs> of the Galaxy is the Disneyland ride. I've actually heard that the Disneyland ride is quite exciting. They, But even that, right? Even the Disneyland ride, all they did was repurpose the Tower of Terror. So, I mean, they're not really... No, actually, I heard that there's actually a different ride in Disney World. But the Guardians of the Galaxy in Disneyland California Adventure is a repurposed Tower of Terror because they didn't have an interesting idea in their head for what to do. Um, so they grabbed the most so interesting franchise they could with the Guardians. They were of the like, Galaxy. "Let's grab the ride that literally only goes up and down six times, and you have to wait for three hours and make that into the ride." I'm gonna keep all my haters over there, yeah. And keep all my haters over there, yeah. I can't believe you're such a hater on Phase Two of the MCU. This actually informs quite a bit of why you hate the MCU the way you do. I mean, this what, are the was, what are the last? What are the last two? Left? I mean, it should tell you a lot. I mean, Captain America and the Winter Soldier, which I thought was good. I actually kind of liked time. that one. Did you with Bucky? I thought the whole Bucky is that the one? Is that that's not so, that's not Civil War, is it? No, Civil War is. I like actually awesome. thought Civil War was probably one of the best Marvel movies in the series. I, I think you're probably right. I, I think Winter Soldier is a C tier. I think it's. I think it's. It wow. gets by. I mean. I mean. It's. It's all right. But, but just just know if they had a, if they had a, if they had if they had a dance battle in it, it would be A tier. Dude, exactly right. Exactly right. But too what's bad. The last, what's what's Iron the Man, last one? Iron Man three, probably one of the most underrated Iron Man movies. Oh no, dude. Yeah, at the no. end, the ship scene where all the where the, all the bots are showing up and coming in on the barge. That's where Gwen comes in and saves him at the end, isn't it? Yeah. And she's thoughts. and she's wearing the armor. Yeah, and she doesn't do a dance battle. I don't know. I don't approve of this list, but I will accept that your knowledge is greater than mine in this particular case. I like how you could actually flip this list upside down and Phil would be like, yep, that sounds good. Guardians at the bottom, Thor at the top. Um, but we, this is canon. This is official. I put it on the list and there's no way I can change it. Okay, fine. It's well, this is the underpowered way. This is the way. <laughs> this, this is the way. Guardians is the best movie of Phase 2. End of story. Especially because of the dance battle. That's why nobody's watching Marvel right now. That's why no, that is not true. That is There's many reasons people are not watching Marvel, and that is not one of them. Um, so there you go. There was your social interaction where um, Phil just poops on all of the things that I love, which is always a fun segment for everybody. Let's move on to our next segment, which is, do you even achievement, bro? Dude, all you do is hunt for side quests. You know what my favorite part of this transition is? <laughs> What's is that? that every time it plays, I know that somewhere inside Dr. Z is cringing at the cross-platform <laughs> um, analysis. I know every time he's like, this is not making sense to me. So that's, I have a good laugh every time, every time that transition. The lack of continuity where it's like, oh, wait a second. Um, that is an Xbox achievement for a PlayStation exclusive game. Why does this crush my soul the way it does? You're, that's you're really that's first. really what you're getting at. You heard it here first. That's exactly right. Um, okay, so though let's um well you know I'll go first because I brought two, you brought one. So let me start. Let me go with um 
Rabbids. I'm still playing uh, Rabbids Sparks of Hope. And the clip I pulled today in regards to side quest is a cool little ditty where you end up going into a little just like off the beaten path like side quest. And essentially what this game does is it sets up these sparks, which are like the little stars that float. If you know Mario Galaxy, that's what these are. And you can essentially attach these to your characters to give them another um, special ability ability, right? So as you're going through, you can actually do these specific side quests that allow you to collect these little sparks. And then you can take those abilities of the sparks and attach it to any one of your characters. And the the clip that I brought today is basically showing you how deep some of the side content is. Like this isn't like go and do a couple of battles on the side. It's like they have a hand built environments where you're making your way through the level. And in this one that you see on the screen, you're actually going into like a scientist's lair and you're trying to rescue the spark and a lot of it is voice dialogue um or um voiced over the dialogue is voiced over more accurately and it's just very very well put together so i mean this is side content that i love to see because it feels fully fleshed out and it doesn't feel tacked on yeah this is cool i mean when you see stuff like this and then you can go really deep in like what was there so the reward at the end of this was that you can add an extra perk to one of your characters exactly so so like think of like these little they, they call them sparks, but think of them as abilities that you can use in combat. And you can mix and match them with any characters. So as you're doing side content, like one of them is like, okay, do a, a, a AOE, an area of effect with like poison gas. And you'll splash anybody that's like two to five meters out. And then you can actually go in and upgrade that specific thing to different tiers. And you can mix and match them. So what, it's, what, what I'm really impressed with is like, yeah, this is side content. And if you go and play that, you're going to get more abilities that you can attach to your different characters. And like build out the best sniper or the best up close build and really mix and match. And I just think it's really, really well done. And I'm kind of impressed at how deep it is. Yeah. I mean, that's, and you know, that goes back to what we said in the last week when we did this, which is if you have a side quest that is actually worth the investments, like, Hey, I'm going to have a couple extra perks. I'm going to be more compelled to go do that quest as opposed to getting a new shiny piece of armor or getting some sort of, right. Something that um, is useless, something cosmetic or something that just gives me 50 rupees um, looking at you, breath of the wild. Um, uh, (laughs) Yeah. And I know I'm counting down the days until Tears of the Kingdom comes out because my son found out. So um, that will be on the list for this year. But uh, on mine, if you want to bring up mine, I actually have a ton of achievements. None of them I recorded because I figured you didn't want to see a bunch of golf trophies. So what I did instead was I brought you a little boss battle here. This was one of the first sort of bosses from Atomic Heart, something they did well. Boom. Guy busts through. Saws everybody in half. Oh, what is the deal with this face mask coming off? Get out of here with that. They're all robots, so then you gotta go in and like remember what I said. Doesn't matter what game you play, the shotgun or the pistol is always the best. Dude, you just shotgun the heck to the out of this guy. Like this boss does not last long with this shotgun here. 
and that's it. And then you, you finish. So this is kind of a cool engagement. It's a cool segue. It's a pretty easy boss. The combat is um, pretty much when their arms light up red, right? They're going to do an attack that will knock you over and you'll fall down. Um, so you have to dodge those. And the whole game is about dodging and counterattacking and just hitting the dodge button left and right. Circle, circle, circle. Move over, move over, move over. Um, but for me, this was it was kind of cool. It was one of the cooler parts of this game. Yeah, and this uh, just the way the laser cuts through the environment, like you get so many of those um, Bioshock vibes on this game. Like, does this feel yeah. like Bioshock, or does it feel like a cheaper version of Bio? Like, where does it land when compared to Bioshock? Yeah, that's a good that's a good comparison. I mean, they're they're trying to go for that sort of ambiance, but it's really weird. So essentially all of these AI robots are walking around and they've all been switched into attack mode um, with some big conspiracy theory going on. And so they, no one knew obviously, oh, that they could be in attack mode and now they're all in attack mode. So you can walk up to some of the more neutral AI and then you have these really weird, long drawn out conversations with them that go on for way too long and you're like just tell me the information i need so i can get the key um, but that's sort of the ominous they try to do it but then like i said with the writing it's like are you trying to be serious or are you trying to be lighthearted? like is this meant to be a piece of philosophy is it meant to be right what are you doing you know are you just trying to make a game it felt it feels to me like this was a game that was made by people who thought this is what people who want to play games want mm -hmm. right it's like when someone uh, makes makes a movie or whatever and they don't really understand the source material and then then you go oh this is what this is what the the kids want and it's like no we want something more serious and deep um Bye. good first effort but you know not not high on my list of games I'll ever replay. Yeah, I mean that's that's understandable, and that's that's a tall order for me. Like uh, replaying games, yeah, probably not gonna happen anytime soon. Um, let's. Talk, so I brought a whole bunch of Hogwarts clips, but we have more than enough time. Um, or we we've kind of run a little bit long on time. But essentially, what I wanted to bring to this segment was side quests and achievement hunters, and essentially what this portion of the game is is where you are like going on a mission to like take care of the bad poachers that are being mean to people, and it's like you're gonna go figure out what the heck's going on in this poacher camp. So you like make your way into the hillside, and then as you make your way into the hillside, you're like, oh, okay, here's a weird tent thing. And when you go into the tenty tent, it's bigger on the inside than it is on the outside. And that moment when you go in, you see a dragon fighting ring come into, into like focus and you're like dude this is crazy this just feels like a little tent on a hillside and then you go in here and you're like there's this whole underground world of dragon fights going on and it was just that moment of like okay here's like the simple little quest and then sure enough it turns into something way bigger and um this game is just full of those moments like i think i have a ton of clips that are just like look at the whimsy but it's hard to like get on this and be like hey look at this whimsy clip but this is definitely one of them yeah, looks cool. I mean, the game has like like you had said, it's it's so vast and has so much to see and so much to do, and really gives life to the environment um, that you could get kind of lost in that for days. Mm -hmm. Yeah, for sure. It's a uh, it's it's pretty good. And I think that one more thing that I kind of wanted to show you from Hogwarts that I've really been liking is they do this cool thing with the combat where you are essentially in the middle of a combat encounter, and on the right here, 
you'll see this little box that says dueling feats on, on the screen share here. And essentially what happens is like you're in a battle and then all of a sudden it'll pop up and say, hey, if you're able to cast this spell on this thing or do this specific thing within combat, we'll give you kudos. And it just randomly pops up and it adds a layer of like, not difficulty, but intrigue, right? Because you kind of get in your ways, you know, okay, I'm using the same like set of spells over and over. And this really forces you to kind of expand or try different things on different enemies and essentially what this this whole little challenge wants you to do is like lift up the enemy as it's as the frog is sticking its tongue out and then slice the tongue off and then it like two shots the enemy and what it's doing is it's like hey saying try this challenge this is how you hack this enemy and i think it's just a very brilliant brilliant way to integrate and show you how deep the combat is with just a little pop-up on the screen like i wasn't going in my way to do it they just randomly pop up when they apply and i think it's genius i think every game should try to do something like it well this actually goes hand in hand with what you and i were saying about the pistol and the shotgun and all shooter games is like if you want people to find new creative ways to sort of play the game incentivize them right if you can do this and have it be random so that people go oh oh well this thing's coming up i should try to do this and then it makes their brain work a little harder and they don't just spam the fireball button or they don't just like buy a ton of shotgun ammo um and and um just do that and then go this game is boring so i think that that's i think that's brilliant yeah, that's dung bog. Megs in the chat says uh, dung bogs are the worst. I would agree. I'm not a big fan of dung bogs. I do not like them on Facebook. Um, I do not friend them at all. But hey, dung bogs, things happen. So those are Eclipse for side quests. Um, maybe we should do a giveaway. I am good with it. Let's uh, let's do the giveaway. So what I, what we're going to do uh, is I have some things to give away. They are different from last time. They are completely different things. Uh, I'm going to turn on subscribers only chat and we are going to play uh, guess the game, which you better be quick because uh, Shelby here is very good at guess the game. And uh, once we're done, we are going to look um, through the chat. Maybe we'll do a random, we'll pick two people, do a random, random. If there's somebody that hasn't gotten it, maybe they will win. Uh, so I'm going to turn it on now um, and we'll give, so we have subscribers only chat on now. And we will, let's go. Let's jump over to guess the game. Let's just let the chat run. Um, Dude, Megs is in there um, saying, hey, I'm going to post my loot from the last giveaway in Discord. So whoop, whoop. She was telling me today, I actually got off the phone with her and she's like, yeah, I got some stuff. It's pretty cool. So um, yeah, she was rocking and rolling. She got a little aggressive on the box opening. So I'm excited to see the picture and see how aggressive she got. But uh, so, for the, yeah, so for those of you who are just coming in right now, if you are subscribed, please leave some comments in the chat. Uh, we are going to mail you a cool gift and we are going to let this run for probably two minutes or so. And then we will just pick somebody. All right. So what do we got here for the game? We are playing Guess That Game. And once again, I get to these games and I'm like, yeah, this one looks like Zelda too. I mean, don't they all look like Zelda? Isn't that just how it goes? I mean, I feel like Zelda is the first guess on like 90% of these games. And that's where I find myself again on this entry. Does anything come to mind to you besides Zelda? I mean, I don't know. A green cloud? I, I have no idea. I mean, which Zelda game would this green be? Green cloud. I mean, this looks like N64 Zelda. Which would be either Majora or Ocarina. Ocarina? Maybe Majora. Or Majora. You can do Ocarina. That's fine. Nope. That was wrong. That was wrong. Here is another picture of a green wall with pink stars. 
has an 87 on Metacritic. Hmm. I have no idea what this is. This is Mickey. This is Epic Mickey Power of Illusion. Are you ready? Oh, oh uh, this this is Psychonauts. That's it. That's that's game. <laughs> Everybody get 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 your chats in while you can. Um Psychonauts is one of my favorite games. Help me. Psycho. P-S-P-S-Y-C-H-O-C-H. There it is. Psychonauts. Right here. You ready for it? Here we go. Is everybody in? Everybody in? Boom! Nailed it. Did you know that? Did you know it was Psychonauts, Phil? (laughs) I did not know, but it was uh, Psychonauts. Way Um, off! I have never played this this game before you haven't played psychonauts it's Mm-mm. one of my favorite games like i don't know how well the first one is aged as it was released in 2005 and it was a platformer and it was a little finicky back in the day two years ago they came out with psychonauts 2 and it was actually a good game it got all the credit it deserved as a franchise and it's it's by far one of my faves psychonauts great game great game if I spell uh, I... <laughs> if I spell Psychonauts faster than Shelby, can I win? Yes, I would still be here if Phil was not here to tell me how to spell it. Like, do you realize that? Uh, okay, I think that we're giving this one to Doctor Z. I think um, so. Yeah. I think so. So we are going <laughs> to because I am actually going to change it up a little bit because I actually have something else in my sort of gift drawer um, that I know since I know Dr. Z personally I actually have something here head bought for a future giveaway that I actually know he would like so why don't you switch it back to the screen our discord screen right. and then I will show what we're giving away so for you Dr. Z um I'm going to be mailing these to you personally, obviously. Actually, we no, are doing something no, com- no. Dr. Z, you have to meet us at the Tiki Lounge this Saturday to pick up your gift. It may yeah. only be hand-delivered at the Tiki Lounge. That's so funny. So there's this... So you get two things, Dr. Z. Uh, your, your first gift is going to be this super sweet print... Uh, Unique print of Boba Fett at an arcade uh, made by an artist. Um, And then your second gift is going to be actually a booster, a draft booster pack of Dominera Remastered. I had went to a local shop and they said that there are some really good pulls and classic cards in this one. So those are going to be your two... Um, yeah, we, I found these really cool prints. Um, I'm actually going to kind of give them a shout out anyways, even though they didn't really sponsor the the stream or anything like that. There is this really cool collector's shop near my house called BobaCon, which is obviously Boba Fett and a uh, con from Star Trek. And they have all kinds of collectible stuff. And I saw these prints there. They're right around 15 bucks. Um, and I have, I bought a couple of them for giveaways and Obviously, I went to another shop called Another Castle to pick up some booster packs, and they said um, they um, they said that there are some really good pools in this. I was going to give something else away, but since I know it's you, and since you are commenting, 
you win. I know you would like this 100%. So that's what we're going to give away for our giveaway. So I will make you don't need to go to the Tiki Lounge. I know your address. I will mail them to you tomorrow so that you will get them by the weekend either way. But uh, those are for you, dude. Those are for you. Thank you for spending an hour and a half with us every two weeks to let us drone on about how bad Marvel is. <laughs> Except for it's <laughs> it's low-key the best thing that ever happened to film. I mean, but that's just how it goes. It basically goes Citizen Kane marvel cinematic universe like everyone knows that the count of money christo yeah <laughs> that's right oh that's right so let's let's transition to our next uh segment which is the state of games i'm going crazy right you can't do this to me here we are it's the state of games in 2023 and today we have brought a trailer that we're first going to talk about and it is the finals hg and our discord is super stoked about this game i watched a little bit of the trailer as well we're going to hop in and check that out now here you go and in the finals if you can see it our contestants can probably destroy it the arena has loaded finals launching in september of september 29th i feel like this trailer may have just given me adhd i'm not gonna lie so i actually watched so the the beta or the closed beta was actually this past week um and i actually watched a bunch of gameplay from this game and here's what i think so the game is kind of like it's done tournament style so you're in a group with like um eight other teams i believe it is and each round half those teams get eliminated um and you're all playing against each other it's pretty much like a messed up game of capture the flag you have to go you have to grab this this you have to extract this cash box, bring it back and deposit it, and the person with the most money at the end wins. There's a bunch of other ways that you can get money as well. The environments are all destructible, and it looks really, really cool. Uh, the One of the things I didn't like about the game, just from my own observations, that the user interface kind of reminded me of... The user interface kind of reminded me of um, Overwatch. So they used like a lot of the same color schemes and really blocky art for the nameplates. And, um, you know, when you're playing something and you want to have a brand new experience, um, this it kind of feels like, oh, I this is just like this. And you immediately start going, oh, I, I don't want to do that. But overall, like this deals with something that is... Uh, what the gaming industry desperately needs, which is new game mechanics, right? Mm -hmm. We want to have, we don't, we don't want to just go to a tech tree and level up and do all this stuff. Like we want to have new 
mechanics, new strategies, things that we've never seen before. And this has a lot of potential. Um, so I, I, I definitely will be throwing this, since it's free to play, I will definitely be throwing this into my repertoire. Is that right? So yeah, this game looks like a game that I will bounce off of very quickly. I feel like I'm going to get slaughtered in this game. And it's probably because it it looks to me a lot like Apex Legends. And as somebody who like really liked the feel and movement and gunplay of Apex Legends, I would basically just get mopped over and over. And I feel like that could definitely happen here. Let's be real. Yeah, I mean, they. I, I did notice that they had other classes. So they had people that had shields, kind of like Overwatch, where one person could be holding up a shield and you can shoot through it. They had other... But yes, I, I agree with what you're saying. I think that for those of us who may only dip into this game for an hour or two a week, the skill curve on, on these shooter games can be extremely high. I can tell you that was the exact reason I bounced off Apex Legends was because time to kill on that game was so long that I, you know, I had a 10 to one death ratio. I could not kill anyone in that game to save my life. Um, so it's all going to depend on if there's enough variety, if you feel like you can accomplish things within the game, um, whether people stick around. Yeah. And, and like, I'm well-documented on, on this channel talking about how much I love Fortnite. In fact, we had a Fortnite clip we might come back to later, but like, I think the reason that I've enjoyed that multiplayer game so much is it feels like I'm consistently making progress. Like as of this recording, they launched a new section of the map this week and I got in there and I felt like I was discovering and doing quests and getting all the numbers were going up. And I really was like, Oh yeah, this game is awesome. Um, so as long as they can work that style of game where I feel like I'm accomplishing things and moving things forward into this format. Like, I think there's a much higher rate of me like jumping in and staying in a game like this, if they can do yeah. that. Agreed. Yeah. Agreed. Yeah. Um, so yeah. Uh, so excellent multiplayer games. I think we need more of them. We need people to go in there and innovate on the platform. And I think that's exactly what needs to happen in this game in 2023. We've seen so many people that are playing that are chasing the um, battle Royale type format and um, multiplayers are games are good. In fact, there's a, another game that is known for PC multiplayer that's coming out soon. Right, Phil? Yeah, it's this weekend, and it kind of poses the question, which is obviously Diablo 4. Um, we know it's going to be good. Diablo. Uh, beta is this weekend if you've pre-ordered. I actually have not um, pre-ordered. I know that Doug in our chat has pre-ordered, I believe, and several others have uh, pre-ordered. Um, my question is, right, like, what do we think about having these limited betas where you can try a game out for a week. It's kind of like the modern day version of trying the demo, right? Like you would get a demo disc back in the day, we would get a CD and it would have like the first level on it. My feeling is I'm not a fan of that. I would rather just play the entire experience, which is kind of why I haven't pre-ordered Diablo 4 yet. Um, I don't want, I just want to be, I don't, it feels to me sometimes like games are perpetually these days in beta forever. Mm -hmm. um, and I just want to just release the game and just have the game come out and release it to the public. And I understand that they have to do all those things. But for me, I enjoy um, I enjoy um, 
I enjoy just playing the full game. So I don't know that I will be in it. What are your thoughts on that? I mean, I normally lean with you as a player. I think that the format of the pre-release game or even like the beta release has been a pretty cool way or a good way for them to hone in their product before it goes live, right? And the example that always comes to mind when we're having this conversation for me is, is Hades, right? Hades was a game that you could download and basically beta test the entire way through the process. And they're like, okay, Hades is going 1.0 and by that time they had polished that loop so well that everybody that touched it was like this game is amazing or even in beta when they were touching it or when people were playing it they're like this game is so good that i have to set it down and come back for when it actually releases so i think that's really good um you know in terms of diablo 4 and what they're doing they're doing this beta like what two weeks before they go live so really to me this just feels like a server a, a server beta for me like let's see how many people we can get in there to ping those servers and make sure everything doesn't melt yeah i mean the full game's being released in june and then that's oh, when is it that far ready. out yeah so they're doing oh. a beta this weekend for the pre-order and then they're doing an additional beta i believe the 24th of march for free for everyone and i think you're right they're pushing the server but the real question is what are you going to play as? What are What is your jam on Diablo? Oh, you know, I don't even remember what I played. I think I was a sorcerer last time around. Yeah, so was I. I'm always a big fan of the Necromancer. Like, I think that I, I love, like, building a little army and, like, sending in my Skeletors to just, like, rip faces. Like, I think that's such a cool dynamic. But it seems like the Necromancer always looks like that emo chick from my high school. And that's yeah, hard for me. Yeah, yeah, I, that's hard for you. Yeah, I can right. see that. I mean, it, yeah, like it's if not, you're a necromancer, surprising. you obviously have a sponsorship deal with Maybelline because that eye makeup is on point. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, I would agree. I mean, I've always played the Diablo 3. I played Sorcerer. I tried all the other characters. I just wasn't into them. So with our with our discord and everybody playing this game, it should be we should have some fun clips and some fun raids and some fun things going on so yeah i could see myself going with just about any one of these characters except for the rogue how do you play a rogue in diablo isn't a rogue like sneak up and swing a knife in someone's back didn't did, didn't you did you ever play the rogue at all in d3 no so the rogue essentially in d3 was like an archer who had a crossbow who set lots of traps mm -hmm. so you would set traps on the ground and then you would dash away and then the monsters would come and get land in your traps and blow up or have arrows rain down on them and then you would upgrade your crossbow to shoot five arrows at a time and have tons of aoe effects and you would just dash around the map so it's basically guerrilla warfare like you're the guerrilla yes. warfare of diablo yeah, I mean, it's like anybody who plays like the warrior or the barbarian, right? Like, you know, you're just like spamming left click the entire time, just right. going in and hacking everybody up as quickly as you can. But the rogue was a little bit more like stash, grab, run, you know, dodge over here, dash out of the way, set traps, whatever, which wasn't my thing. Dude, what's what's the druid got going on? He turned into a bear. OK, he's a big boy, big boy with a belly, just doing a little bear thing. Yeah, there's no way that they're going to screw this up. This game is going to be amazing. I have no doubt in my mind. Yeah. Uh, I They know how much pressure's on after, you know, Immortal and how it was moderately received, um, especially in the United States. Um, it's going to be good. There's no way this isn't going to be good. I mean, yeah, well, I'm, I'm sure we're going to hear more following like the beta that runs this weekend. So hopefully they can pull something good out. I'm sure they will. 
um, yeah, things, things are going good. Things are going good. Um, what else we got to talk about here? We got, uh, well, why don't we just do, why don't we have our last one here be, we can, yeah, we can do the, uh, we got note that there is a, uh, Lord of the Rings and, um, there is a Lord of the Rings and, um, Magic the Gathering crossover. Dude, um, let's talk about this. This is freaking insane. Magic the Gathering and Lord of the Rings, they're doing a card that is a one of one. Can we talk yeah. about it? Like that chase card alone makes me want to go and buy some of these packs to the point where I was looking them up earlier this week, earlier this week, just to be like, okay, if I was going to get this chase card, what would I need to purchase? The collector's booster packs, which is where this, this card is contained, is going for $35 a pack right now. Wow. Is that is that really the price? Yeah. I mean, yeah, it's like 32 or three, but per per pack per per like pull like if you want to buy a box they're upwards of 400 bucks like wow. this is the most brilliant thing i think i've ever seen a card uh, a um card company do like props to wizards of the coast here yeah i mean if you scroll through you can scroll down i believe even further you can see some of the art um they have there you go they have like a bunch of the art here lord of the rings i i typically don't like crossovers to be honest with you but Lord of the Rings is such a natural integration with any sort of fantasy theme, right? And mm -hmm. nonetheless, Magic the Gathering, the art looks, the art style looks amazing on these cards, obviously. And they might sucker me for a few booster packs. They might get me for a few booster packs. I'm not an avid collector, but I still think it's extremely cool. Yeah, I do too. I, I think it's it's so well done. And for me, like magic is not like something that I've always like respected it from a distance and have always been a little too hesitant to jump in just because there's so many interlocking pieces. Um, but like the Lord of the Rings art is so neat. Like this is something that I wouldn't mind just buying just to have. Yeah. I mean, that, and that would be right. Like you said, the one ring, that would be the application um, for anyone, a casual person to go hunting for that one card. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Like, I think it's, it's just so cool. And like that, that one chase card is just like absolutely brilliant. Making it the one ring. It works so well into the Lord of the Rings lore as it is, you know, the one ring to rule them all being one card is just like a chef's kiss, like very, very well done. So Agreed. I'm excited. I also put in a pre-order, not pre-order. I told my local card shop, Hey, when this Disney card game comes out, can you guys call me? And they're like, we don't know what you're talking about, but you're the first name on this list here. And I'm like, Oh, that makes me feel good and horrible at the same time. So that's how my Saturday went. When it, when when is that releasing? Like not till late summer, early fall, I think. I think. And they're, they're actually doing the they're doing physical cards. Uh, yeah, I mean, there's so little information announced that the card guy was like, "What? What are you talking about?" I'm like, "The Disney card game. It's kind of like magic. It's kind of going to be like the. I'm going to like say like, hey, it's like how to get my kids into magic, but really, it's like a train. They're like, it's like a training set for me to get into magic. Let's be real. I, I have a feeling it's probably going to be closer in play style to that of like hearthstone mm -hmm. so hearthstone right like did you play some hearthstone i think you played a little bit didn't I you did yeah yeah i liked hearthstone I yeah and I, yeah. I liked hearthstone too it got to a point where you had to spend money and i just mm -hmm. wasn't gonna do that um but hearthstone was like a simpler version of um magic so i i guarantee you this will be like that yeah 
Yeah, for sure. Well, cool. Well, thanks. Thanks for hanging out with us today. You know, I know that many of you are on Twitch, um, YouTube. We're also on Kick for the first time, which I don't know how that went. Hopefully our Kick stream stayed stable the whole time, but um, we're multicasting, folks. Um, yeah, we do this Backlog Battler every other week. Sometimes maybe we'll do it more often, but um, we obviously had a backlog of games to talk about today because you and I, Phil, we are gamers one hour at a time. We that is absolutely right, and I'm uh, actually quite impressed with how much we were able to load in. We played a lot of games one hour at a time, and uh, the next time, man, the next time you tune in, we'll have another giveaway. Continue supporting people. We're gonna have some fun things coming up. We'll do some different stuff. Yeah, for sure. And uh, thanks for hanging out with us. Make sure to like us and follow us and all the things, all the channels. Um, you know, we're randomly popping off with this, that, and the other. I don't know. Maybe there's a Fortnite stream in the near future. I had a little bit of FOMO last week when um, you and the other guys got on and played a little Fortnite. Well, yeah, I mean, it was so uh, to wrap the, this story up is, uh, you know, HG and I were playing and it was 11 o'clock at night. And then all of a sudden we see this name come across and it was 11 o'clock. And, and I was like, who is that? And uh, HG says, hey, that's Dr. Z. And I said, what is Dr. Z doing awake at 11 o'clock at night? This never happens. And he held it down and we had some fun. And, you know, Fortnite We've had it's I, it's gone on much. <laughs> it, it, it's gone on much. That's my bedtime. Worth it. It's gone on much longer than I thought it was going to. It's definitely a fun every once in a while. It it has lost some of the magic for me because I understand. But they keep innovating and they keep doing new things. And yeah, there may be an old old people play Fortnite stream <laughs> coming up very soon. The beautiful thing about the new chapters is I think they like make it, they put you in like the dummy league for a little while. So you get like a whole bunch of kills out of the gate. And you're like, I'm awesome before you get to like your actual rank. And then you're just like, I'm not so awesome. <laughs> I think so. Just like if you see somebody rolling around with a Dragon Ball Z skin, you know, they're a pro <laughs> player. Just run for your life. They're a pro. They're a pro. Look out. Look out. <laughs> Uh, thanks for hanging out with us, guys. Hey, if you are a Pokemon person, Eric will be on tomorrow, and he's going to rip some serious packs. So uh, feel free to hang out tomorrow at 8 o'clock. Enrique is going to be lighting it up. Um, yeah, we'll see you in a couple weeks for the Backlog Battler. Thanks for hanging out and staying plugged into all of our um, content channels. Phil, anything else you want to add before we say goodnight? No, that's it. Thank you, everyone, for doing this. Like Next time we come in, we're going to have some more side quests, some more giveaways some more Marvel content and uh, another tier list and another tier list and another tier list until then kisses, hugs and belly rubs. We appreciate you. Have a good night. Y'all. Bye. And he's like falling back in love with video games. He just wants to come home every day and play Ninja Turtles. Oh my God. Yeah, Gunlance, Gunlance is Funlance. I blast around that place. <laughs> oh, I was playing with a group of my wife's friends, and they're like, what is he doing? And they were just seeing me, but I'm like, oh, he ain't seen nothing yet. For the local hunters and the local rangers, and gets wolf meat. And with that meat, he will then finally cut it up. And